0: Well, welcome back to the On Mission Together podcast. I'm here with Bishop Carter. Uh, We're glad to be with you, Bishop Carter. We're talking today about Advent. We're in the middle of the season, and uh, I think you're going to bring us a resource that's going to be really helpful, so good to be back with you. Thank you, Jason. It's
1: wonderful, always wonderful to be with you and Hillary and to partner with We Are Curio. Uh, I wanted to reflect on on Advent, uh, which is our way to Christmas Uh, one of the most wonderful times of the year and during advent we read and sing israel's promises and prophecies we hear isaiah's invitation come let us walk in the light of the lord that's from isaiah 5. Uh, and for many of us this all culminates as we stand in the darkness of a sanctuary on Christmas Eve, our churches tend to be much fuller Mm -hmm. on that day. We may be holding a candle, standing next to a stranger, uh, and we share the light of Christ with them. Uh, And we remember the words of John's gospel, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Uh, But it's also true, I think, that uh, every year we realize we're walking on this road and, mm-hmm. and we've not arrived at the destination we wanna be at. Uh, every year we light the candles of hope and peace, joy, love, and light. And yet every year we confess uh, that we, we have a greater desire for hope and not despair, for peace and not separation, for joy and not sadness, for love and not resentment, uh, for light and not darkness but to be honest we're a mixture of all those things all those qualities and we depend on god our refuge and strength and so we need to hear again the invitation come let us walk in the light of the lord so i've been reflecting on what does it mean for us followers of jesus uh, to walk together in the light of the lord especially when there's so much division and Hmm. polarization Uh, to focus on what we share in common. And that light is throughout the scripture. The voice of the creator saying, let there be light. Uh, The appearance of the rainbow after the flood in Noah. Uh, The burning bush that catches Moses' attention and leads him to deliver the people from slavery. And the cloud by day and the fire by night in the wilderness. And and it goes on and on. The star in Bethlehem. The opening of the heavens at Jesus' baptism and the light Mm. shining on him. The transfiguration of Jesus as he's with Moses and Elijah and then when Jesus says about himself I'm the light of the world and and as he says about every one of us you are the light of the world Uh, and the light is the Torah it's the sacred story of Israel Uh, I've been I was blessed throughout my whole ministry to be around really devout Jewish people often synagogues would be near our churches Uh, And I always realize that in this season of Advent, every character we meet in Matthew 1 and 2, Luke 1 and 2, Mark 1, John 1, every character, Elizabeth, Zechariah, Mary, Joseph, Simeon, Anna, John the Baptist, Jesus, they're all devout Jews. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so we continue to pray with them for the fulfillment of the scripture uh, in Jesus who is the world's light. I also think during this time of year of a wonderful story that I heard from my friend, Gil Rendell. Uh, And it's the image of of light and and, and particularly a flashlight. Uh, And in the story, uh, a mother tells her young son to go out into the dark moonless night uh, and check to be sure the barn door is locked. Uh, And so the son steps out of the house, but he quickly returns after just a minute uh, to say it's too dark and Mm -hmm. I can't see the barn Mm -hmm. from the house. So then his mother gives uh, her young son a flashlight and directs him again to the task. But the young boy comes back in the house very quickly uh, and says it's still too dark, Uh, the flashlight's too weak, Uh, I can't see the barn. And then the mother responds, you don't need to see the barn you just mm. need to walk to the end of your light. That's good. Uh, and walking to the end of our light, Gil says, uh, is the conviction that we keep moving mm. in a direction. Uh, the conviction that the place we're going to is, is the right direction and that the flashlight will reveal more and more of the path as we keep walking. Uh, and that's what courage is. Uh, to be able to take the next faithful Mm. step with all the light we have. Uh, One of the beautiful hymns of the church, it's actually a church, a hymn from England, uh, uh, was the hymn of John Henry Newman, uh, Lead Kindly Light. Amidst the encircling gloom, lead thou me on. The night is dark and I am far from home. Lead thou me on, keep thou my feet. I do not ask to see the distant scene. Uh, one step is enough for me Mm. Uh, and that's about walking to the end of our light and I think that's what it means to walk in the light of the Lord I think that's what it means to walk by faith Uh, not what we ultimately have as an aspiration about the world Uh, the world is not what we aspire it Mm. to be we're not what we aspire ourselves to be but we live one day at a time we take the next faithful step Uh, and then just uh, this all ties together in the Christmas story with uh, uh, the words of, uh, of Luke chapter 1, verse 78-79, which the church often uses as a morning prayer in, mm-hmm. in spiritual disciplines. Uh, By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death
0: and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I love that. Hillary and I were just recently talking about light and this whole idea of light into your feet um, But then also thinking about the wise men in the story and how there's kind of this far-off light that they're following That's like a huge directional light for them But then you would think they had to have some sort of like way to see around them, too So there's this like light that's close by and then there's this light that's far off And we were talking about how you need to have like a big direction for your life Um, But it really, once you have that big direction, not to get caught up in the middle of how in three years, where am I going to be? Five years, where am I going to be? Ten years. But like if you find the general direction and identity of where you're going, then it comes back to the light that's right around you. What can you do today, tomorrow, the next day? So that really gave me a lot of peace because I think a lot of anxiety happens in that middle where we're trying to figure out, well, where am I going to be here? Where am I going to be there? Well, do you know the general direction of your life?
1: Absolutely, and then
0: what can you actually do today to take a step in that direction? So um, that's been really kind of challenging me a lot lately, and been thinking about that. So uh, I love this reflection on light, and perfect for the season. So
1: absolutely, and you know, as I as I've been reflecting on this theme of light, which you are as well, uh, God's speaking, seems Mm -hmm. to be speaking to both of us. Uh, One of the images I had in Florida was a few years ago. I was visiting one of our churches. Um, and on Monday mornings, they had uh, a gathering. They had coffee and they had uh, snacks for day laborers hmm. Hmm. who who gathered early on early on Monday morning uh, to to be chosen, picked up to go to work. Yeah. Uh, and I thought about how these were just a few members of a small Methodist church who put that out there for them every Monday morning. Just That's coffee, awesome. honey buns, yeah. just a simple kind of something of a breakfast. The The people were there. They were all immigrants from other countries. Uh, and I thought about, you know, in, in hindsight, they also live one day at a time. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they get up early in the morning. They're hopeful that uh, someone is going to... Uh, uh, employ them that right, way so right. they can provide for their families. And I think we're all living into this in yeah, different
0: ways. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, even just reflecting on Scripture that talks about, like, don't go to this city and that city right. and say, we're going to do this and do right. that. I thought that's, that's right. I, that Scripture has always interested me because it's like, I think in our modern world it's so easy to plan ahead, and, and it's not that we shouldn't plan things, but when we start getting stuck on those plans... Again, it kind of—I think it goes back to that anxiety where where God keeps saying, "Just think about today. Like I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to provide for the Absolutely birds. Right. I'm going to provide for everybody, and I'm going to give you an identity and a direction for your life. But I'm not going to be able to tell you right. all, all the details right. of the in between. Um, so that that is a real challenge, I think, for people who like to plan and like to think ahead to just like do it. That's fine if you need to do that, but then remember to come back live. Your, your life uh, a day at a time That's in the right. light. And it's being attentive
1: to what God's doing right now. I Amen. love it.
0: Well, thank you, Bishop Carter. And, thank you, Jason. Uh, look
1: forward to the next episode. Thank you, and we wish everyone listening a blessed Advent and a Merry Christmas.